Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But actually, it's still the same one. No, I don't know nothing, man. I just feel like, you know, there's... I don't think that's an insult, John. You act like I'm insulting the man or something. No, so that's saying, up It to ran him. its course. He poured in the penny for a year. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, that's what you do, though. Like, Ric Flair, Jerry Lawler, Larry Brown, those guys all got to get the hell out of here. You saw Rick at the end of that match, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, but Larry's in better shape than Rick. Let's be cl- let's You know, he is. We saw him get around on pro day. He still got it, man. He still got it. And he can he can instruct. It's different. It's instruct. different. What we're asking of Larry is not physical for the most part. Larry, no Larry. Alo, no Alo. Stay tuned. Yeah, TBD. You, you never know. T. B and that and honest to God, I do appreciate that about the, the the Memphis program under Penny Hardaway. It is genuinely, it is it is genuinely like a cliffhanger, right? Like you just never know <laughs> until it happens. Stick around and see. Yeah, like it, like what you what you believe to be true today. Come back after the break. I mean, like it might be different by the time we come back with the rundown. Yeah. So stay tuned. When we come back, Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I put it in for you, I spin for you, whatever you with, I'm with it. How you gonna cross the Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Remember when we were jacking cars? Now it's not safe for you. You switch like a little my 
could have been superstars. Can't help it now, I'm reminiscing. Remember we were checking cars. How you better keep your distance, cause it's not safe for you. Football is almost here. Actually, I have an NFL game this week. How about that? A preseason game, but still, it's football. Nobody more excited than your friends at Superbook Sports. Superbook is bringing Vegas-style wagering to the palm of your hands, and now they will match 100% of your first bet up to $1,000, no matter if the bet wins or loses. You got to be in Nashville. You ain't got to be in Knoxville to enjoy football. We got it right here in Memphis, and you got it right there at the palm of your hand. Visit Superbook.com or download the Superbook Tennessee app right now. Start getting in on all of the action. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Mike Leach is going to join us. Speaking of football, Memphis, of course, opening its season on the road at Mississippi State. So we will talk to Mike Leach about that game, the rematch, uh, and also the, the shifting tectonic plates of college athletics, transfers, all these things. A philosophical discussion, perhaps, with Mike Leach. Never know how that was going to go. He'll join us in just a little bit. But right now, let's do the rundown. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Okay, Deshaun Watson, uh, who, of course, was the fastest quarterback in NFL history to 9,000 passing yards and 1,000 rushing yards. Uh, by the way, that's 36 games. So do the math there. That would mean 400 yards a game, correct? Mm-hmm. On average. Yeah, I didn't catch the beginning of that, but it sounds right. That's pretty good. He's always been good. 400 yards a game. Is that, that how? Wow, that's pretty damn amazing. Even in this, even in the passing era, that's crazy. Because, like, I mean. How is that? Maybe maybe he's played more than that, but I mean, that, I mean that just seems insane to me, like that average. Uh, but that was the stat that I saw this morning. Um, he got suspended for six games. That was the punishment handed down by Judge Sue L. Robinson. She found that he violated the NFL's personal conduct policy on one, two, three counts. Um, and she sort of goes into that. And that's the new news, right? We talked to the, earlier in the show about the decision itself. This is some of the things that she writes. Which I, I kind of find interesting. It is undisputed that Mr. Watson's conduct does not fall into the category of violent conduct that would require the minimum six-game suspension. It likewise is undisputed that prior cases involving nonviolent sexual assault have resulted in discipline far less severe than what the NFL proposes here, with the most severe penalty being a three-game suspension for a penalty who, for a player who had been previously warned about his conduct. I am bound by standards of fairness and consistency of treatment among players similarly situated. The NFL argues that consistency is not possible because there are no similarly situated players. By ignoring past decisions because none involve, quote, similar conduct, however, the NFL is not just equating violent conduct with nonviolent conduct, but has elevated the importance of the latter without any substantial evidence to support its position. So that's kind of... That's kind of interesting there. That's pretty strong language, I would say, from Sue Robinson on the NFL. Uh, With respect to what the appropriate discipline should be, I note that there are aggravating factors to Mr. Watson, that is his lack of expressed remorse and his tardy notice to the NFL 
of the first filed lawsuit as to mitigating factors. He's a first offender and had an excellent reputation in his community prior to these events. He cooperated in the investigation and has paid restitution. Although he did not play during the 2021 season, the commissioner declined to put him on administrative leave under which any games missed would be credited against any suspension later imposed. Um, three counts, as alleged by the NFL, all sustained by Robinson. Conduct that qualifies as sexual assault, conduct that poses a genuine danger to the safety and well-being of another person, and conduct that undermines or puts at risk the integrity of the NFL. So that's kind of where it stands. Reading that, right, it sounds like she is just, you know, it almost kind of sounds like, the, you know, look, NFL, you guys are, you guys are trying to create this precedent that doesn't exist. You know, there there are precedents that you have set in the past for nonviolent sexual assault cases. This is one of those, mm-hmm. and you guys want four times the most severe punishment that that one got. Now, again, the, there were twenty five to thirty different cases, so there is there's that. But you know, when you're talking about situations like this, all you have to go on legally is precedent, and that is that is not working on you know in the NFL's favor. I don't think she's taking this lightly at all. Is what but judging from her language and how thoroughly she just went through things, it sounds to me like actually she's taking this responsibility, what she's been charged with here, very seriously, and weighed everything again, minus emotion. Minus what the NFL, okay, you, you know, the NFL clearly, since Ray Rice, right, ha, ha, and, and the fact that it had to go up on the suspension once everything came out, once we got the video, has tried to look like we will come down heavy when it comes to assault of women or misbehavior when it comes to women. And that they're factoring in here. Clearly, Goodell's got a reputation. He wants to uphold whatever it is. That now I come down heavy on this. She, she, she's throwing that out. Mm-hmm. And again, comparing, well, uh, you, you know, you're, you're trying to throw in the punishment here with what you've done in some of the cases where you've had violence against women. There is no violence here. So back to that point, uh, again, she takes the emotion. She takes the previous history in terms of, you know, what Goodell's trying to get done, his history when it comes to these rulings, taking that out of it. And, and I, like I said, in this case, weighed everything very heavily. Uh, I, I think in terms of the evidence presented, again, you're talking about a situation where you've had no criminal charges filed. That matters. And again, I don't, I don't, I don't see this is a, this is a hornet's nest. If you, after she having so thoroughly weighed this, if you decide NFL, no, 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 forget, forget what this woman judge says. No, we, we, we need more. Let's go at it, and we're willing to go to court to do it. You have got to be awfully care, awfully careful, Hill, because what, what are you saying about you, the job you think she did? A, a job you picked her for. What are you saying about about her job then? If you decide to push this further, I, I'm starting to think they can't, John. Because again, you push it further. Deshaun's on the field. You're, you're saying she she's she hasn't weighed this correctly, right? You got no, no, no. You've done right. this wrong. Right. right. In addition to, you're going to have this story out there for however long it takes to appeal it. Go to court. NFLPA's already said what it's going to do. You're going to have Deshaun Watson on the field. The more the, the you. you you hear that the way she, you know, voiced that decision, the way she wrote out the decision. Yep. I don't know that if you're Roger Goodell, you can mess with this. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously the language is very strong, and and uh, you know, if you're in the NFL, you have to feel like there are holes in her, you know, uh, you know, the arbitration here. Uh, again, she is a 70 year old woman, right? Like that kind of is working against you there. I mean, that, like if anything, who's you, telling you no criminal charges? And again, there's there's no violence. Yes, that that was key for her. No violence against women in this. Yeah, this is not like this is not a situation where, 
either of us is taking the side of Deshaun Watson. Let's be clear about that. It's a, it's a discussion of the punishment and how you arrive at it, mm-hmm. and what you know what you know means to an end you have legally right to uh, to enforce it. So yeah, I feel like the NFL is going to have its work cut out for them. You know, I think there still could be a discussion on is it worth it to to try to go because you know what's coming. You're immediately going to be sued by the NFLPA. Like you're, it's that's coming. Like this is going to get messy. So you have to make a decision, a determination. What's it worth to the to optically? And I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what I say. You you go back to saying, okay, if you decide to just uphold, not appeal it, you're saying you you trust the judgment of the woman you hired to do the job. And we know the story is still out there that you wanted more, mm-hmm. right? That you wanted more, that you had pushed for an unprecedented suspension. You've got that still out there working with you. I was talking about this with Brad uh, off the air. That's, that story's still out there. Th- that can still be a good thing for you. It can end there, John, or, right, you go back in this, you're going you're gonna to fight harder on this than you have on Daniel Snyder. You're going to say that this, this judge, this 70-year-old woman, has blown it here. You know, that whole PR nightmare and battle that you would be facing all season long, that's what I'm saying. You can get a, uh, you know, I know it it will look like L for the NFL because you wanted longer here, but the fact is you can still have in the word that you wanted longer. You get that, and you're, again, upholding this judge who you hired. You're upholding her her decision here. You're respecting her decision. No, it's exactly right. I, I, the more I think about it, the more I think Goodell doesn't, doesn't – you cannot push this any further, especially the fact that you've got a 70-year-old woman judge who made this decision and is clearly heavily weighted. This isn't just something she, she looked at overnight and said, you know what, no violence here, so we're going six games. No, she's weighed everything, it seems like. Yeah, and we've gone over already sort of the, the, the six-game schedule here. I mean, what, you know, look, there's, there's a football element to this. Again, the Browns went from plus 4,000 to as much as plus 2,500 – uh, on Superbook today in terms of Super Bowl, they've now settled at plus three thousand. There is a there is a, a football element of this. Um, a, like where is Deshaun Watson going to be drafted in fantasy drafts? Like that's kind of interesting. Like where does he you know? Because if he's when he's not playing the first six, but he's going to play seven. And I just told you he was the fastest cornerback to four. You know. 36, you know, to, to, to 9,000 rushing yards mm-hmm. and 1,000. So when he's in the game, the guy is amazing. So he gets drafted, right? I mean, people are going to draft gonna him. Get, of course he's going to get drafted, especially now that it's just six. Yeah. I think people are going to be willing to pay a higher price for him now that it's just six. And stash him away right. for the first six weeks. Go ahead and get you somebody <laughs> that can get you through. Now, like, here's here's an interesting strategy, right? Here's a very interesting interesting strategy. What if you What if your plan was this? What if you just went all in on Deshaun Watson and you drafted him like sort of early, knowing that on the back half of the draft, you would still be able to get a guy like Derek Carr, who is not sexy, who is never going to be a coveted fantasy quarterback, but who might actually have a great year, who that when, you know, six games was around, right? Derek Carr's kept you afloat. You've, you've drafted well at other positions. Mm-hmm. And then it's Deshaun Watson time. That's an interesting strategy, you know, one that you had not previously considered. I mean, it's something and, we'll have to all consider. And now you certainly will. But I, I'll bet you now there's just six, most of your most of your teams will be willing to take him pretty high. John, I think the challenge with that strategy is that your second quarterback that's going to span the tide there for the first six games, you're ending up with Brissett probably instead of even your guy Carr. You're not going to end up with even a, a top-tier caliber to get you through the first third of the season. So 
That's the toughest part it, of I mean, that strategy. It depends. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be Derek Carr, right? I mean, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks. You that probably just... want Brissett. You know, that's probably who you go to because they had a crap schedule. He's at least a starter, right? And it's the same. It aligns with your your guy basically, and you probably get him for nothing. No, I, I want. I, I'm talking about from a fantasy perspective. I want Derek Carr over Jacoby Brissett. Oh, I do too. I'm talking about. It's just going to be. You're going to pay a price for that. You know. Oh, I'm happy to pay that though. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think the price on a guy like him. We'll see. I mean, I. I just don't think Derek Carr's reputation among fantasy football players is all that hot. Like, he's not a great fan, or he hasn't been. I mean, he was in 2016. He put up pretty big, he put up MVP-type numbers. But, you know, I think there are going to be some people out there who are kind of skeptical of him. I will not be I think Derek Carr could have a great – I think he could have his closest year to an MVP year. You know, maybe yeah, I, I think he's going to go higher. I think he's going to go higher. For. Yeah, I agree with that. Partly because so of the offense. True. Maybe that's true. And, and Weapons. Leagues are different now, right. too. Maybe our league a little bit different. Um, but leagues are different now with the scoring thing. Where I, I've had Carr in another high-scoring league where you get points per yard, right. and he's actually been pretty good. not just serviceable, yeah. but a guy that was leading me there for yeah. for a good deal of the season. I just think to your, he's going to go a little bit higher than than maybe what you think on Derek. See, you think you're going to be slick. Mm-hmm. You're not. People are on to you and on to Derek Carr this year. I wrote it in my notes, actually, about uh, the this this particular scenario. I wonder what. Top ten quarterback taken easily Easy. because of the offense, Easy. if nothing else. Yep, you right? think so? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Too many weapons. Yes. I mean, look, I, th- I think that's I think that's where he should go. Yeah, believe he, me, I believe uh, that's where he will go, Joe. They're going to be people trying to scavenge for Matt Ryan. They're going to bet on Matt Ryan have like a career year because he's in a new place. You know, that's going to happen. Now, I too. still think though, to back to that point, that you could get a Matt Ryan as your backup as opposed right. to a Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I can go a little bit yeah, higher. That'd be I nice. I can do a little bit better than a Jacoby yeah, if, I'd I'm, like if that. I'm trying to find the backup for Deshaun. That said, though, no, you're. Derek Carr okay, gonna yeah. go high, bro. Substitute him for Matt Ryan, then that's fine. Like, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think that's probably yeah. fair. I'd, I'd like Matt Ryan. If I could get Matt Ryan in that slot for those first six, boy, that'd be just great. To hold you over. Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay, think about it like this though, right? There's only like you're, in most leagues, you might can get Justin Fields to hold you over. That's I mean, fair. I know it's not. The thing is, he's Jaylen gonna run. Hurt. He's gonna, gonna run have a team. for like 500, yeah. 600 yards. Here's the thing: there's know? only twelve that position there. Yeah, there's only twelve leagues or twelve teams in a league okay. for the most part, right? Yeah, so might have most 14, of these. Might have ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, but like so. So let's go through the top ten here of quarterbacks. Just like I got, this is, this a, is a, good. This is an average ranking that I pulled up on, on Odyssey. Okay, yeah. Lamar, Russ Wilson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. A. A. Ron, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes. That's ten right there, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't we haven't yeah. even talked about Matt Ryan. We haven't even talked about Derek Carr. Carr's not in there. Burrow. Uh, Burrow's in there. Bur- Burrow's fourth. Okay. Um, who else? Who? I mean, what? You know, Jalen Hurts is a great fantasy quarterback, right? Yeah. Could yeah. be. I mean, especially he, if he's there all year. His legs. Justin Fields could be same thing. Could be. He could yeah. be running for his life. So you get those those rush yards. I mean, what? I mean, Tua Tua is an option. Ooh no! I mean, it's a gamble, believe me. But I mean, he's never had this many weapons though. He's never had Tyreek Hill. He's never had. I mean, he's he's you know this is a prove it year. For oh, he'll him. be down there. Right? Somebody's gonna pick him. This is a prove it year for him. Very yeah. much so. Uh, Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance is another one. Yeah, I'm not touching him with ten foot. But I'm pole. saying though, like that's your span. The t- that's your kind of second tierish. Yeah, those are yeah. fourteen. Well, I mentioned fourteen guys. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is certainly among the top. Five of those guys, top six of those guys, right? And you, my yeah. point is, you can bide your time in those first six weeks with a guy like Tua, with a guy like Carr, Matt Ryan, Trey Lance, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, you know, those type yeah. of dudes. Um, no, not Carson Wentz, of course, you know, not him, not Tannehill, not him, not Trubisky, you know, well, Trevor Lawrence, what about him? 
I mean, everybody's telling me he's supposed to have the greatest comeback season of all time under Doug Peterson. <laughs> like, this, this dude's supposed to be Jesus Christ in Jacksonville. Turn water into wine with Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> right? That's what I'm hearing about Doug Peterson. Yeah. So, Trevor Lawrence. I do think Trevor's roster. good. They have, they just, they have See, no, you gotta, you have, to have to have competence around him. You have to have yeah. leadership. Yeah. yeah. I think he does now. I think there are probably 16, on a given week, 16 to 18 viable guys uh, in, in who you could start. Like and it just and I'm not saying full like set it and forget it type like you only have a few of those. Yeah, that, I mean part you're you're getting a little you're stretching. This is part of the reason why you've lost the league the last couple of years. That you think there's that many. See I, what I'm saying? That you're willing to just change it up all the time. I drafted my ne- starting quarterback ne- in like ne- the twelfth round last year. Exactly. But it was a great find though. Jalen Hurts was like top five in the league. Yeah, you won't find him that low anymore because the rush yards. Nobody's gonna be that stupid. But buyer beware on him. Because he's a bad decision maker and he can't throw the ball, you know that's going to be a problem. When I don't know, to, man. He's a gamer. You got to be consistent, and I think I've learned that lesson by consistently drafting Dak freaking Prescott. You could draft him. Do not draft him. I would say Tony Pollard is an interesting choice this year because uh, although this is the last year of Ezekiel Elliott's guaranteed contract, right? This is the last year of his guarantees. Yeah, I like that pick. He's going to get work, and if Zeke ever like breaks down and misses right, that, games, but that's the point. It's always side work until then. Yeah, until yeah. then it's always side work. But like you know, you, you always, always someone. You know, you always come in here saying that we're closer than ever to football. Like we're closer than ever to Zeke like breaking down, bro. Like that, you can kind of feel that coming. Oh yeah, wheels are starting to wobble on that. Mm-hmm. They were doing it like, like he couldn't even he couldn't he couldn't his straight line speed last year he didn't have it so. You know that that's all. That's all. Worth He's not it. nearly as explosive. And look, that's all a side conversation on Deshaun Watson, the the punishment, and 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 what happened is the first piece of it. But now that that's in the books, now we know that is that is going to be relevant uh, in this football season. All right, we're going to come back. Mike Leach will join us on the other side from Mississippi State. Of course, Memphis opens its season against Mississippi State here uh, in about a month's time. Right? I mean, it's coming right up. So we'll get into that with Mike Leach. The game last year. The moving parts uh, in college athletics, he has a great luxury. Will Rogers is that luxury. So we'll talk to him about bringing him back and you know how, how he can make some noise on the other side. Jason and John, 90 Turn of T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. ESPN. Mike Leach is the head coach of Mississippi State football. He's going to be in Memphis tonight, the guest speaker at the Memphis Touchdown Club, 5.30 at the Hilton Memphis Hotel. Kind enough to join us. Now, Coach Leach, how are you? Well, I'm doing good, yeah. Looking forward to coming up there and talking football, and everybody's excited about football this time of year. Yeah, we are. We We're are with all. you. 
Fired up. Uh, Coach, what would you tell the average college football fan who has been disenchanted by the last two summers um, in college sports? Well, I think I, I think regardless of what side of the coin you're on, I mean, everybody's glad to see COVID gone. And then also uh, in both directions, there's been a lot of misinformation. So hopefully they don't resurrect all that uh, so that we can lock in and focus and, you know, uh, have a great season without any distractions or interruptions. And uh, uh, that's the biggest thing is, is um, uh, so much uh, – Lately was you know just in the in the face of constant distractions and you know things of that nature. So um, yeah, we hope to hope the nor uh, and right now it's been normal. So knock on wood, uh, uh, I think we all hope the normalcy continues because uh, as everybody gets in the the routine of celebrating football, tailgating, go to games. Uh, preparing for games, practicing for games, watching film, you know, that's when it's the best and that's when it's the highest quality and the most consuming and also the the most fun. Now, there's no doubt that, that COVID has been a, a part of, of everything that's going on too, but more specifically, the, the, the alignment, right, and the constant sort of shakeups and the idea now that USC and UCLA are going to be traveling to the Midwest every week to play Big Ten games, right? You have fans here in Memphis. You have fans across the country who look out at the landscape and say, I don't recognize college football anymore. Um, what, what would you say to them, and, 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 and what do you just make of everything in, in the chaos that we have seen on that front this summer? No, I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over at all. As a matter of fact, I suspect it's just starting and some things that are definitely supposed to be this way or that way could change too in the course of things. I think that, you know, a series of them are knee-jerk reactions. I think that uh, uh, never underestimate the role that ambition and uh, keeping up with the other guy down the road uh, plays into all of this. Uh, So I think there could definitely be more movement and alignment and, this way instead of that way. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I'd be surprised if there's not. Um, you know, and because and yeah, there's a point where things kind of get out over their skis a little bit. Uh, last time we had this big realignment thing, uh, I think it was in 2010 or somewhere around there. Um, well, I mean, and, and everybody's forgotten this. Um, but, you know, there's a, a time where, uh, <clears throat> for the better part of a year, uh, Boise State, TCU, and uh, San Diego State were in the Big East, okay? And, well, then, of course, they all rethought that decision and moved on, But um, uh, which that just illustrates, uh, you know, how flimsy some of this can be and, that other decisions that might be made. So I'm curious how it'll unfold because right now, um, you know, you have two overloaded conferences, the SEC and the Big Ten, and then you have two conferences, which I think, I think will remain, and they're great players, great coaches, and people that really love football, great fans. Um, you know, but the, you know, the Big 12 and the Pac 12 are in disarray. 
And so there's obviously going to be some movement to fill in the blanks there. So I, I think it's just getting started. I mean, you know, if you like all the change, you know, you're going to have a fun year. I think uh, most of us would prefer stability. Um, but I don't see that happening very soon. Well, and it's certainly, you know, you're on the side of the haves, Mike, But and I know Nick touched on this, and I think you have. For, for those that aren't in one of those, you know, wherever we go, if it's two super conferences, if it's four conferences, for those that don't get in on those boats, what what's left for them? What's left for those have-nots? What do we think, Coach? Well, I don't, I don't know necessarily – if they're exactly have-nots, I you know because I think you know football's worth playing just for the sake of football. But um, I think that uh, well, you know, there's plenty of teams floating around, and some quality conference is going to be formulated out of it, or you know, <laughs> either that or the SEC and the Big Ten keep growing, and you know, you end up with the AFC and the NFC. <laughs> I mean. Um, and, you know, one way or the other, uh, you need a, a leadership body and a set of rules. And, you know, a certain amount of rules in college football have been shot to hell, too. Everything from unmitigated free agency and a bidding war. I mean, um, right now that's unsustainable. So I think there will be change there as well. Yeah. But let's just take, like, for example, right, because it's currently a game on the schedule. And, and, it, and it's there There are a few, multiple games coming up, for example, this year and then down the road later in the decade, a team like Memphis. Like, it, you know, the, the, the more and more, and we've already sort of seen it for school, any school like Memphis, but the more and more that, you know, the SEC gets powerful and adds, Big Ten adds, they have less and less incentive to play. And I think that's why Memphis fans appreciate that series so much because it is, as you know, very difficult to get home and homes like that. I mean, playing football for the sake of football is obviously ideal, but there is a bottom line and a budget, and they want to raise 150 to $200 million for their stadium and renovations. It's just like, you know, where, where does that come in, and at what point do you have to make a choice on that front if you're not in that group? Well, that's a great question. Uh, that's that's a great question, and that's why portions of this aren't uh, sustainable. I think, though, that uh, um, I don't know that uh, these conferences will ever get to where they just ex- exclusively play each other. They might, but uh, that'd, be, that'd be that'd be a little sad because um, you know just the variety that you get and. And, uh, you know, new faces, different places, all that stuff, I think, is uh, beneficial. I think it's good for the game. It's good for the players. Um, And so, you know, I don't think that necessarily eliminates that. I think that, uh, you know, I don't see that eliminating that. Uh, You know, I mean, because still within these conferences, there's going to have to be some kind of a rotation. Now, some of these conferences are getting so big. There's people that are quote unquote in your conference that you might not ever see for six years, um, you know, unless it's playoffs or something, but or a championship game. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think though, uh, right now, college football has been a little disorganized. I think we've made it more disorganized, and then I hope. Uh, you know, when, when the dust settles, it comes up better than it was before. I can't guarantee that. Um, 
you know, because like I said, I mean, there's we could go on more more time than any time in history that I can think of. Um, we could go on for hours on all the issues in college football, and I think that I think the solutions <clears throat> I think the solutions in most cases are relatively easy or a good solution. I mean, there's a lot of solutions and. And uh, but I think good solutions aren't particularly difficult. I think the most, the hardest thing and possibly impossible is to get everybody on the same page to get uh, people gathered up to agree and uh, and you know set it all in motion. I mean, there's definitely going to be committees involved, but a you know a committee of thirty is pretty much uh, unmanageable. Uh, you know, a committee of three is a little better. But, you know, with that said, uh, you know, you need a good set of eyes and uh, and uh, try to eliminate as much self-interest as you can and uh, come up with a good solution, maybe come up with several models that uh, that you pass around to the schools and, you know, and folks get on the same page. Talk to Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach. He'll be at the Touchdown Club tonight here in Memphis at 5.30 p.m. at the Hilton Memphis. Got to ask you this, Coach. How often are you asked when it comes to your football team about your offensive line, about that left tackle position? We know you've got a fantastic quarterback come back in Will Rogers. How about everything you've got to do to replace the guys that protect him? Uh, how often are you asked about that left tackle spot? Well, he's a, he's a really good player, no question, but I, do, I think that we got most guys back, so they're a year older, a year better, hopefully. And then, um, and we've got some good young guys behind them. I think we're deeper than we have been since I've been here. We're deeper, even though Charles is tough to replace. Um, we've got good quality um, players to do it, and I think uh, we'll be better at the other four positions. Um, in terms of you know the the, the rematch here, we talked to you before uh, the game last year against Memphis. Um, what do you what do you just sort of make of that matchup now? They have a returning quarterback as well. I know we're you know a month out, but when you sort of look out and and see Memphis, um, what do you think of of that matchup and what they're bringing to Starkville for the rematch? Well, I, I think I think they're really good. I mean, I think that quarterback's good. Um, was ready to play earlier than most are, and then uh, you know they always have speed, and then they've got a few key big guys like. You know, Memphis is one of those teams that, uh, you know, is going to dump some guys in the NFL. And, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a really good quality team. I mean, in a lot of ways, they're recruiting the same guys we are. And then, of course, you have, you know, the SEC. And for various reasons, it didn't work out with somebody. They have a funny way of finding their way to Memphis. So, you know, Memphis has players and always has. And, you know, they're just a good quality team. And what are your expectations for Will, Coach? I, I know they're high, but what have you all talked about in terms of the year you expect him to have? He just needs to get incrementally better. I mean, I, I mean, and that's a good uh, compliment. Uh, you know, I, I've always tried to have quarterbacks that don't have a glaring weakness where you just kind of uh, continue to progress and improve on what you do. And I don't have. You know, I can't think of any glaring weaknesses that Will has. I, I just think he's got to continue to improve overall, you know. Well, Coach, we, we certainly do appreciate the time. Again, uh, Mike Lee's going to be at the Touchdown Club tonight as the guest speaker at 530 at the Hilton. Coach, we appreciate the time Thank as you, always. Thank Good luck you. this season.
All right. Well, great talking to you guys. Yep. Pleasure. Do it again soon. Thanks, Coach. All right, Bubba. Yep. He is Mike Leach, uh, Mississippi State football coach. Always do appreciate uh, the visits with him. There he is. Yeah, that's uh, the one and the only. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, obviously very complimentary of Memphis, and 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 he sounded, you know, like he believed, and maybe you had kind of have to say this because they're on the schedule that that he believed that teams in the SEC and the Big in the Big Ten would still, you know, play outside the league. But I just think logistically that only gets harder and harder, right? The well, more teams that get right, added, right, right. Well, I mean, what's what's going to be the incentive to play those teams? That's exactly right. And he, like he doesn't want to like say like, oh, well, there's no reason for us to play Memphis because they're on the schedule. There, you have three more games against Memphis, so you can't. You know, you don't want to go on Memphis radio and say like, oh, that there's no there's nothing in it for you us. Know, you don't gain anything, and then and then if you lose, right. you, you know, have Jason, everything to lose. He said something though that I've never heard any SEC coach, and none of them besides him would say this, and that is what we know in Memphis, which is a lot of these players that end up in the SEC, and it doesn't pan out for whatever reason, right? You're you're away from home, a little too far, uh, maybe you have a, a, an injury in year one, or you expected to play more, and a lot of them do end up in Memphis, whether it's you know they're from Michigan State or Mississippi State. It's, it's an interesting thing, and that is probably a positive for Memphis, I think. I mean, you always want to be the next best. I mean, if you can't be the best, you want to be the next best. So, I mean, that's kind of the that's the spot that Memphis has probably found itself in uh, more often than not. So, And they are recruiting the same people. For now. sure. For those, sure. Two, those two programs are competing for yeah, recruits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> anyway, thanks to Mike Leach for joining us here on the show. I got Respect Burgers. And then Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. We're going to roof and renovations. It's been raining, man. A lot of rain in the forecast. Had a lot the last couple of days. Been a while. Been a minute. So we might have had some uh, some damage to your roof that got exposed over the weekend. If that applies to you, don't hesitate to call our man Chris McCauley. McCauley Roof and Renovations. He's the best in town. He will come out sometime same day. He will get on your roof. He will assess the damage. If he can, he will get it covered by your insurance. No out of pocket cost to you. Always worth the call. Always worth the consultation. When he comes out, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John Show. He's going to throw in a free roofing upgrade. 487-7096 is how you get the process started. A number you need to file away in your phone. Lock it in, as the young folks say. 487-7096, because whether it's your roof, and at some point, even if it's not leaking now, it might be down the road, or renovation questions that you got. You want to build out that upstairs, that patio? Uh, Chris McCulley and his team, the perfect team to call. You can check out the reviews for yourself. They're over on Facebook, McCulley Roofing and Renovations. Website's up, McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. You'll like what you see. Voted most popular roofing company as well. So, again, the product, the, the product speaks for itself. There's no question about the product and the service. It's McCulley Roofing and Renovations. Uh, now, John, over the weekend, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a Lausanne quarterback by the name of Brock Glenn, a four-star quarterback entering his senior year this year with Lausanne, uh, picked Ohio State over the weekend. You know what his other finalists were? Auburn, Florida State, TCU, and LSU. And they say we're a, a basketball town in terms of recruit, uh, terms of uh, producing basketball prospects. There, John, you got could be the maybe it's the next Joe Burrow headed up to Ohio now, State out of Lausanne. I have, I have questions here. Four-star. I know he's at Lausanne. Is he from Memphis? Do we know? He's from Covington. He's from Covington. Last wow. year, last year as a junior, fifteen hundred seventy-six passing yards, twenty-three touchdowns, led Lausanne to its second straight eight-win season, region championship 
uh, Lynx lost to Christ Presbyterian in the semifinals. He's 6'2", 195. Yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy because, like— an Elite 11 in Cal- I mean, California. We have not talked about him on our show at all. Like, you would like you would think, like, if there was, like, the next great quarterback prospect, because that's one of the things we always say is, like, Memphis just doesn't produce quarterbacks. They just never do. But they clearly have. He going to play up there? Uh, he'll sit behind. They got that starting senior this year, and they've got one in the every airport. class. They're, they're they're trying to get a kid in every class. Well, he yeah, was their yeah. quarterback for this he'll, class. He'll probably he'll be he's supposed to be the guy in three years, right? Yep. I mean that's what that's what happens, isn't it? You 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 know. Yeah, or, you got to sit back for two or three years. C.J. So, Stroud is their quarterback. He's going to be the starter he, this year, right? Yeah, and then yeah, I mean even then, and this could be at high school anyway. Question yeah. is, but well, what I'm asking is, will they not have recruited some five sure, star by that have time? A ton of them. Yeah. That, well, and, the, and you ask, will this kid ever actually see the and field? And if not, they'll have transfers, right? Somebody, a guy will transfer in. Could, if yeah. they feel like one of the guys they got's not ready for it. I was surprised he didn't pick Florida State because you got a, probably a quicker opportunity to play at some of these. I'm not going to call it subpar, but schools where they're not perennial five-star dudes that are just stacked in front of you. I think he wants to compete. I'm being sincere. Like when you're 6'2 and you got some chutzpah and you finish top 10 in that uh, Elite 11 thing or that you know those those 11 11. California 11. Yeah, he was yeah. doing 7 on 7. You watch the kid throw. He looks like a five-star to me. I mean, I we don't talk a lot about football preps here though. So that's part of it. You know, that's part of why we miss a kid like this. And we don't get a lot of five-star, four-star quarterbacks out of Memphis either. Almost none. No, like there's usually the, you know, linemen and big running backs, receivers, but we're not generally a uh, quarterback haven around here. I mean, Tevin Carter, of course, who's going to Memphis. You yeah, know? he's good. Um, but beyond that, but he was like a three star, right? I mean, he was. A little... I think he might have been a four. I think it's possible no. he might have been a four. I don't think he was as as highly ranked as Brock Glenn to that point. Mm-mm. But a little uh, heavier prototype quarterback too, a little different yeah, body. Okay, so yeah. Tevin ended up. He wound up as a three. Yep. Um, yeah, he was the three star. Brock is four. Yeah, but still, that wasn't he the highest he's the ranked three star the yes. Memphis ever got. Yes, he's Seven. the highest ranked quarterback. I've yeah. seen him play. I mean, he looks the part. <laughs> Brock Glenn to that is is the number nineteen quarterback in the country. Thirty three thirty five overall. Tevin was forty five in the country at the p- position, and then Tevin was six thirty five in the country. Yeah, my natural question is just: Is he going to see the field at Ohio State, which can always go out and get right. the There's top a chance five he doesn't. Guy. There's a chance he doesn't. I mean, that's the risk you take if you're him. You want to compete. I, I get you, going the only reason you do it is you have belief in yourself. You know, you believe you can and go. Look, there's and no, there's no risk. There's just literally no risk no. in him doing. Because you can that. transfer now, and you yeah. can get all the NIL. You can now go to a different true. place. You can, yeah. you can go anywhere. I mean, that's what Joe Burrow did. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow went to Ohio State, didn't cut it, couldn't hack it, went to LSU. Dude was amazing. With the transfer rule, if I'm him and I'm, I got no no stake in this game, that's what I'd probably do too. Because you can always leave, and you're going to be the Ohio, the awesome Ohio State quarterback who you never saw on the field. No, mm-hmm. I, I again, I would take the offer. I would say worst case scenario is I go up there and don't play and can transfer in a year, and I get the party uh, in Columbus for a year. Uh, best case scenario is I go up there, I ball out, I become the guy in two years. And uh, I'm I'm the man in college football, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, so yeah. there's really no risk in in this kid committing yeah. to Ohio State because like he's in Ohio State, like that's there's some real prestige. There's some prestige that comes with being an Ohio State co- quarterback yeah, more I mean, than it's, comes it's, with being an Auburn commit, for example, right? Like there's just a, I mean, both are amazing if you get to mm-hmm. that spot, but Ohio State like puts dudes at that position in the NFL yeah. routinely. There's another kid at North Point. His name's Jack Patterson, I think. He's also 6'2", about 190. He's a, apparently he's a one. Q, he's a QB? Yeah, quarterback. It's down in, I guess, South Haven is where yeah, North Point I know, is. I know, I know what you're talking about. Apparently, yeah. he is kind of the next one behind this this kid uh, that he, he also shows to be like a pro-style quarterback who play an SEC-type school. 
Yeah, and then you also have so Old Norvell couldn't get him. There's other things. That's the surprise. That's a, and the Florida State fans are pissed because they didn't. I don't think they got a good quarterback in this class. And it's mm, like I know Norvell was hoping those Memphis connections would pay off, huh? Yeah, that's a tough miss for him. Braylon Rag it uh, really is. That's a tough miss for him. Right, Braylon uh, uh, Ragland, by the way. Yeah, the kid for the Broncos and then White Station. Yeah, he's good. And now he's at Bartlett. Says. Oh wow! Yeah, transferred huh. again. I did not know that. He is apparently committed to Georgia Southern. Oh, Braylon Ragland. Yeah, quarterback Bartlett. Georgia State, and he's the number thirty-six. He is ranked higher than Tevin Carter. Yeah, and he's going to Georgia State. Wow, six feet one. All these dudes are over six I feet tall. That. They're all tall, and they can throw the ball. I totally missed that. That Braylon Ragland was going to Georgia State. Offers from that? Auburn. He had an Both of those kids had Auburn offers. Auburn's, Auburn's trying to figure out who their well, freshman look, quarterbacks are. I mean, I, I, I all love and respect <laughs> I know where you're to going. Braylon Ragland, but if he had an Auburn offer, why in the hell is he going to yeah. Georgia State? Play. I mean, but yeah, but come on, man. It's Georgia State. Yeah. I mean, we ain't talking about like Boise State. Maybe, <laughs> you know know I, maybe I mean? NIL. I don't know. I mean, you can get Georgia it. State got money. Now, I will say this. I, don't know. I heard, man, I heard some. I heard. Last week, that Evansville, okay, mm-hmm. Evansville, yeah. was is 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 talking about in, to recruits six figure nil deals. Evansville, oh, it has to be a limited number of recruits. Evansville, Clearly they can't bro. just be throwing those things around. Evansville, like hotcakes. they got a new AD there. It's got to be for our like. Bro, I mean Evansville though. What the, who's who's funding that? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean the best thing that ever happened to that basketball program plays at the University of Memphis. They do like their basketball up there though. Come on, man! DeAndre Williams should go back to uh, Evansville. He get that. He get a six figure NIL deal. Who's coach up there now? The McCarty and all that mess. And remember, the DeAndre had like three coaches. I don't know. Who, yeah, they had to. When blow, the smoke cleared, who, Todd who ended up being, Is it? Is that who it is? Yeah, former head. All righty. Uh, no, that's the former head. I'm sorry, that's no longer. That must have been David Ragland is his name. Ragland is the new guy. Sorry. Yeah. So he, who, yeah, he was just hired in May. Never heard of this guy in my life. Licklider was the guy before. Never heard of David Ragland ever. Um, yeah, that, well, what, we live in a, a different world when when Evansville's out here touting six figure nil deals. I didn't. Man. I didn't realize Racklin had uh, committed or that. I he, didn't either. Yeah. I did not. I did, thought I, he was still playing for my Spartans too. Yeah, I did too. New- you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.